1: All right. So we've handled Calgary's budget deliberations. And uh, I mean, that debate will continue. And I think, you know what, there's there's some once again, some fertile ground there. And I think if you even talk to the police officers and the police chiefs and all the rest of them, they'll tell you, yeah, we do a bunch of stuff we don't want to do. Um, But it's a transitional thing once again. And, um, you know, there's still the immediate job of policing the city that has to be done. Uh, So that's the discussion they were having in Calgary yesterday. In Edmonton, slightly different. Um, Many of the same issues apply. It doesn't matter where you are. Um, But they're actually looking at possibly, there's a proposed tax increase, we'll call it that, of about 1.8% right now. However, the citizens of Edmonton are being asked to weigh in on this. Let's find out how this works. We have Councillor Andrew Knack joining us now. Councillor, thank you for your time this morning. Appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. You bet. So, do I have this right? It's a one point eight percent tax increase that's proposed or being looked at, but it hasn't been decided. And you're actually asking the public to weigh in on what they think about it, right?
2: That's right. So, so every year we, you know, we do a four year budget cycle, and so uh, this is the last year of our four year budget. And uh, the administration's budget that they have presented uh, would have a one point eight percent increase, which was what council had approved um, a few years ago. Now, uh, we, as you mentioned, want to hear from the public. The survey uh, that's been open for a while uh, closes tonight, uh, just before midnight. And all of that feedback will inform a public presentation uh, just in advance of the public hearing, which will be taking place November 29th. And then we will move into budget deliberations afterwards.
1: Okay. And from what I understand, 1.8% would be somewhere around 15 bucks per $100,000 in property, right?
2: Yeah, that's, that's approximately what you're looking at.
1: Um, when you take a look at this, that's phase one. Now, you're, you're a little bit behind Calgary. They're already hearing from different groups and things like that. When does that start for Edmonton City Council? And, and, I, and I've sat in on some of those, and good Lord, you hear from everybody. Oh, um, we do. <laughs> when does that process kick off? Next week, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, so Monday, uh, November 29th, is our non-statutory uh, public hearing process. And so we encourage anyone who's interested to register to speak. You can do it in person or virtually now. And uh, each person will be given five minutes to speak and share their take on, on what they want to see, if they have particular ideas. Uh, that's that's what this is all about next week.
1: So when we take a look at where we are in terms of budgeting for Edmonton City Council, I mean, it doesn't matter where you are, it's, it's a it's a battle between taxes and services, and where do you find the sweet spot? Um, You know, we know that property taxes, there's a lot of people that say they're just far too high in Edmonton, so an increase is really going to upset a lot of people. Um, Where do you fall in terms of that debate between taxes going up, services maintaining?
2: Where are you? So when I ran for re-election this time around, uh, I campaigned on the idea of trying to get this upcoming year, so 2022's increase, uh, essentially down to zero, so no increase. And for me personally, why I was looking to reach that mark is uh, we, this year, had no increase for the first time in 24 years. Mm -hmm. And I think we needed to do that because of the economic realities people were facing, the struggles that businesses were going through, just the overall climate that we're dealing with right now. And when I think about 2022, uh, I, I really haven't seen how much, I haven't seen things change very much. We are still in very tough economic times. Businesses are still struggling. Individuals and households are, are trying to scrape by And so I think if there was going to be a time where we would do another year of zero, I think this is the time. Uh, Now, at the same point, as as you note, I mean, you can't do that forever. We did that for four years in a row in the 90s, and there came a point that in order to actually accomplish that, The city was selling off snow removal equipment. We stopped doing things like deep sewer inspections of our uh, utility infrastructure. And so there's a point at which you start to sacrifice the core services of the city, the core maintenance and renewal. Uh, It's where you start to not address growth pressures. And, I mean, we can't forget that we have expanded quite substantially. And one of our biggest cost drivers as a city is how far out we've grown. And those residents also deserve services. And so I, I don't think we can do zeros forever. And, but I think this upcoming year is one where we should really work hard to try to bring it down to zero and then going into the next budget cycle, be willing to do some moderate increases to address growth.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Families have a lot going on.
1: renewal. So in order to do that, like you say, you can't abandon core services. And I think there's people would say, yeah, we've, we've done enough of that. So are you talking about new projects, new spending, new rec centers, things like that are going to have to wait? Is that the approach you take?
2: Uh, well, I actually don't think that's going to help us get to, get to the market. If we're going to pull out, um, what is essentially a 1.8% increase in our budget, that's around $30 million right now. Uh, I think there are areas of savings such as, uh, middle management. We had a, you might recall that last year in September, there was an audit done on the growth within our middle management and we had seen that the city had grown about 22% over about a three-year period, and in that audit, they had suggested that uh, we could remove probably about fifteen percent of that and uh, and bring it down to a reasonable level. We removed part of that this year, so I made a motion after that audit to to start the reduction, and we reduced um, middle management by about six and a half percent in twenty twenty one. And I think we need to look at reducing the rest in 2022. So there's an example of where you might save a large chunk of money. Um, in terms of these larger projects, they're likely not to be debated until next year's budget anyways. Right. Uh, so it's more of the operational pieces, trying to find those, those key areas where we're able to Um, maybe adjust service levels, maybe actually say this is still an area we, we shouldn't be in. And through middle management, I think there are some opportunities to bring us down to that level or close to that level.
1: Um, budgeting is a bear at any time, as you will know, with your time on council. I'm wondering what it's like. Um, we've got so many pressures that are beyond your control, right? I mean, we've got the mm-hmm. pandemic is still here. Uh, we've got soaring inflation rates underway right now. Um, supply lines being crimped, all kinds of things, uh, labor issues. Um, how does that complicate it? And how do you try and plan for that when you're coming up with a plan for the city with so many things that you have absolutely no control over?
2: <laughs> yeah, and there is the ongoing struggle that we've been dealing with every year, uh, and it's because really uh, the city's mechanisms for getting revenue is really property taxes yeah. and some user fees. But the bulk of what we do is through property taxes. Uh, whereas, you know, if you're you're the other order of governments, uh, if you're federal or provincial, you have many different tax tools available to you to get the necessary revenue, and at the same time, of course. They can run deficits, which we can't. So those, those create many, uh, challenging factors that are truly outside of our control. And then you add in those broader economic challenges, the rising rate of inflation, as you've talked about, just the overall, uh, impact of the pandemic. Um, that, that's where this tension comes in because, um, the other orders of government will just run a deficit to provide the same type of services or even increase services, uh, without necessarily having to change the taxes that we pay. Yet, from a city perspective, if we want to make sure we're dealing with the same inflationary pressures that households are facing, uh, and maybe even address some of the growth pressures in our newer parts of the city, uh, the only mechanism we have is to then ask for more money through taxes, through property taxes. And and yet, you know, we do have that every year. There's that pressure from people saying, you know, please don't increase or, or keep increases to a minimum. Uh, but that's that's our tool, one and only tool. The really.
1: only one available, yeah. um, uh, Councillor, unfortunately, we're out of time, but I do appreciate you joining us this morning. Always a pleasure, and uh, we'll do this again as we go along.
2: Absolutely. Thanks for your time.
1: You bet. That's Councillor Andrew Knack, Edmonton City Council. And as you hear, you know, some of the pressures are the same uh, as you take a look at all municipalities. Uh, you've got inflation, you've got supply chains, I mean, all those things are an issue. Right. And, uh, he's right when he talks about how municipal governments can go about, um, raising revenue. They basically got property tax beyond that. There's not a whole lot. Um, so, um, you know, there's photo radar, there's user fees, there's things like that, that help somewhat. Um, but their big, big tool is property tax. And, uh, so it's a battle. It's how much do you charge and how much service do you provide? But as we said, those debates are underway. We'll continue with that discussion as we go along in the coming days and weeks.